Ah, every day the same thing. Always forgetting something. Well... I guess I forget more than I bargained for. Okay, let's try this again. I know, folks, it gets a little bit crazy. It's becoming commonplace that I would forget to do this. But here comes the opening. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976 which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. 
And as you just heard, it is time for Talking Points. Well, here we go, folks. We keep hearing about racism and how the white people are racist and this and that and the other thing. And, whoa, back up the bus, Gus. Hold on here. And this is coming from white people. Yes, white people who are saying that white people are racist. Hmm. Now, wait a minute. I'm white. And I don't give two shits whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with purple polka dots. I could care less about that. You know why? Because simply put, I don't see color. I see a person's heart. I see the content of the heart of the person that I'm dealing with. And that's all I see. And that's all I want to see. You know why? Because if you judge a person based on their skin tone, then you're an idiot. Okay? It's just that simple. You're a fucking idiot. And if you're going to be a fucking idiot, I want nothing to do with you. Okay? It's that simple. Now, having said that, however, let me just also put something else out there. And I want you to think about this because a couple of stories that I have for discussion tonight, kind of, they kind of tie into each other. All right? Now, the first has to do, oddly enough, with Saturday Night Live. Well, apparently Saturday Night Live makes an... They made an anti-Semitic... They call it a joke. I call it anti-Semitism, plain and simple. They did an anti-Semitic joke about Israel and COVID vaccines. Oops. Big mistake, first of all. You know, I think it's past time for Saturday Night Live to go the way of the dinosaur, don't you? I mean, if they're going to pull a racist, anti-Semitic remark like that out of their repertoire, trust me, it's not funny. When you pull anti-Semitic anything, it's no longer funny. You know, I, I get sick and tired of people going, Yo, man! What the fuck, man? You know, making fun of black people by doing stupid-ass impressions like that. It, it's sickening. It's absolutely fucking sickening. And when you do stuff like that, if you're the kind of person that does that kind of shit, then you need to step off and stay the fuck away from me. Plain and simple. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, or pink with purple polka dots. If that's the thing you do, you like to pull that kind of shit, stay the fuck away from me. You're not worth my time and effort. All right? But that's just one thing. Here's something that, well, even in the headline it says, sounds racist. McDonald's will push executives if they hire too many white people, uh, excuse me, they'll punish executives if they hire too many white people. Back up the bus, Gus. Are we going in reverse to the days before, you know, racism was commonplace everywhere? Look, I'm going to be 58 years old in April, Okay. And I remember reading about how folks in the black community were treated back in, in, the, in the 30s, the 40s, and even the 50s and the 60s. 
When racism was rampant, whites-only counters, whites-only bathrooms, whites-only this, whites-only that, that fucking sickening. Okay? That is sickening. But now companies are going to reverse the clock. Okay? And punish executives if they hire too many white men. Hmm. I know what place I'm not going to be eating at anymore. McDonald's. Used to love going in there to get the, uh, you know, because their french fries were a little better than Burger King's. And I used to work for Burger King, I know. Now, screw it. I'll just get my fries at Burger King. And if they pull a stunt like this, if they decide that it's a good idea to punish executives who hire too many white men, then I'm going to turn around and say, well, you know what? See ya. That's reverse discrimination in the highest degree. That is reverse discrimination, period. And what you need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, is that racism in any form is still racism. All right? I had a friend of mine, and this really bothered me because... I had to jump literally into the fray. A friend of mine was being called the N-word. And I, I'm not going to repeat it here. Okay? Because I consider it to be a racist term, even though the word means ignorant person, by definition. So, these guys kept calling him that, and calling him that, and calling him that. And I turned around, and I jumped right in, and I said, Hey, fellas, I'm going to tell you right now, the next one who calls him that is going to get my fist so far down his throat, they're going to have to surgically remove it. We ended up throwing fists. And, of course, you know, knowing how to throw a punch and avoid a punch, I just kept throwing punches. I made them feel pain. Why? Because they threw the first punch to begin with. And I'm going to defend myself accordingly. Well, my friend is watching me go at it with these guys. And he said, you know what? Look out. And this kid, just out of nowhere, started beating the living piss out of these guys. I'm watching, and they're all down, mouths bleeding, teeth knocked out. The cops were going to arrest him on assault charges. And I said, no, 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 no. No, you don't. Not going to happen. He acted in self-defense. And the officer said, are you sure? I said, dude, am I sure? How many of them and how many of us? There's four of them and only him and me. And no, not going to happen. They did not arrest him, thankfully. But he did walk away from the situation looking at me going, why did you come to my defense like that? You know, what, what, the, you know, what, what was the point of doing that? You could have gotten yourself killed. I said, I'd rather die in defense of a friend than die a coward and not having defended that friend. Well, I know as soon as said that, he goes, man, I don't, I, I don't know what else to do except 
hey, listen, I'm going for, I'm going to grab some, some lunch and I'm taking you with me. So come on, let's go get some lunch. It's on me. I said, I don't need you to buy me lunch there, brother. And just, you know, he goes, uh-uh, I'm not taking no for an answer. And he didn't. He would not take no for an answer. Now, obviously, the young man is black and I'm white. But we didn't see color. We did not see color. We saw the person, not the color. We saw what... I was always taught growing up to see. This insanity of calling someone a white supremacist and you don't even know if they are or not, that's the kind of crap that gets people hurt. Okay? It does. Many years ago, when I was living in my hometown, I went to this... uh, this uh, army supply uh, store. They sold all kinds of stuff. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. But they had the berets. I saw one in Burgundy and I wanted the damn thing. I thought it looked pretty cool. Well, I was wearing camouflage, you know, woodland camo uh, pants and a tank top. Because it was a hot summer day and I'm, I'm walking into a, a, where a friend lives and everybody started accusing me of being a skinhead. Yeah. Just on a person's appearance, they accuse them of being a skinhead. And there were a couple of fellas that I knew in there that knew I was not a skinhead. And they came up to me and said, you got to watch your ass coming in here looking like that. And I said, looking like what? Wearing a hat, a t-shirt, and a pair of pants. The hell's the problem? Well, they got in the elevator with me and they said, let's go up to the eighth floor and then we'll come back down. So I'm like, okay. On the way up to the top floor, they told me exactly what was going on. And I'm like, holy shit. You want to see how fast I took that beret off my head? Well, guess what? People can be accused of being racists, white supremacists, neo-Nazis, the works, and never have any of those inklings in their bones at all. I will defend any person, regardless of race, regardless of religion or lack of religion. I will defend a human being because that's what I was always told to do. Defend those who are defenseless. Those who need the help the most. You know what? I don't need help. But I think those who accuse people of being racist, white supremacists, they need the help. Mentally. And as for McDonald's and punishing its executives for hiring too many white men, that's racist. And McDonald's should be boycotted for being a racist bunch of fuckheads. As for Saturday Night Live, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in I couldn't tell you when. The last time I saw anything of Saturday Night Live, it was from 
the days of the not-ready-for-prime-time players, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, Gilda Radner, and so forth. That's when it was funny. That's when it was hilarious. That's when Saturday Night Live was a good comedy show. It's not a good comedy show today. It is an anti-Semitic piece of shit that I will never watch again. And I encourage everyone in America not to watch it too. You watch it, you're condoning their actions. Plain and simple. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the world on MeWe, Gab, Parlor, and the other social media platforms too, I guess. And as always, with that being said, it is now time for the rest, the rest of, the, of story. the story. Which I will give to you gladly. You know, there's always uh, something going on here at Firefox News Online. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I will be on camera momentarily for those of you watching on the video platforms. I am uh, having a little trouble here manipulating certain things. And you know what? I'm going to do something tonight I, have, I, don't, I normally try not to do. I'm going to actually be eating something because I haven't eaten all since since breakfast. And well, as soon as they're ready, I've got a few a couple of hot dogs cooking in the in in a pot. So I'm gonna so forgive me for eating in front of you, ladies and gentlemen. But I have no choice. I have medication that I have to take at night, and if I don't eat something before taking it. My stomach will sue me for damages. They'll drag my stomach will drag me into court and have and, and all of a sudden I'll hear the judge go Mr. Sensor, you do realize of course that your stomach is suing you for damages. You gave your stomach an upset tummy. How do you plead? Burp I'll take that as a guilty. I could just see it coming down just that way. Uh, now, I can set my microphone down. Or not. Bear with me. That's the milk container in case you're wondering. I use uh, non-dairy dry milk when I run out of funds. And the reason for that is it's quick, it's simple, and it works. Anyway, so, you know, I just want to touch real quick. And if you're on the phone lines waiting, bear with me. I am in the Firefox News Online kitchen. Trust me when I say, I will be with you in just a hot New York minute. Okay, sorry about that. Those of you who may have heard me go, burp. Anyway, 
All right, back to this, back to this, back into the main studio here. Come on, let's go. I think I'm going all insane. Oh, well, I think I went there already. Now then, let's see now. Careful. Easy. All right. Well, for sure, that was an easy trip. That was an easy trip. Uh-oh. I better check something. Uh, I'm showing a slight overmodulation issue. So let me see here. Do 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 Uh-huh. And you'll probably hear it in the background. I'm checking my audio with my cellular phone. And you'll probably hear it in the background. I'm checking my audio with my cellular Okay, that's fine. Thank you. It's working. It's just going into the red a little bit much. So let me turn my gain down just a little bit. Just a little bit there. That should solve the issue. I think. Uh, checking here. Uh, see if that helps. And I think it did. I think it worked. Yes. The audio sounds good. The meter is working fine. The only thing missing is my face on the camera. All right, America. I will be disappearing from camera view just momentarily. But uh, not just yet. Not just yet. All right. I see Mike in from Louisiana in the chat room. And Gunslinger is on the line with us. But he's not in the chat room. Let us find out why. When I say good evening to you gentlemen... Hello. So how's it going, Mike? How, how's that ankle oh. of yours doing? Much, much better. Good, good. Much better. Just one of these things where if you turn it the wrong way, it hurts. You know. Yeah, well, just I don't mean, turn it, just don't don't turn it that that, that way, and it won't hurt. That's right. <laughs> and. You're mentioning hot dogs. We gotta we gotta be careful with that because that's one of the things that will cause a gas attack, isn't it? Yes, but I live alone, so nobody will be here to to deal with it except <laughs> me. 
Listen, I can handle it when it's by my when I'm by myself. Because all I got to do is take my <laughs> fingers and pinch my nose and go, "Good grief, here we go again." Well, the thing is, is we if we if we're watching on one of the many video platforms, we'll be able to see it. You see a mushroom cloud come up from behind my chi- from behind my ass, th- then you know <laughs> I'm in trouble. And I'll be sitting there going, yeah. "Oh God!" <laughs> and of course, we have Gunslinger from the Lone Star State. I've been checking the, I've been watching some of the uh, stories over the weekend regarding the deep freeze of Texas. You're finally starting to thaw out down there, I hear. Yeah, with all kinds of fuck-ups. Let's see, I had one busted pipe outside. That was, we found that yesterday. And I'm down here at a friend's house right now. Uh, His, got two major leaks in his house, one up in the attic water heater frozen well the pipe going to the water heater frozen busted Oof. and another one in the garage frozen busted so the past three or four hours i've been helping mop up and sweep up water talk about a mess <laughs> oh yeah that's crazy yeah. ouch wow yeah, yeah i kind of wondered why when you I didn't have see when, you, chat when, when you have yeah when you have water dripping and running out of the light fixtures and out of the fan you know something's wrong <laughs> Yeah. If it's running out I of the, the so. light fixtures, I'd be running for cover. Because when them suckers spark, forget yeah, it. Cool. Yeah. Don't turn it on. I won't be able to fix it till tomorrow. I'm going to get the material. Got one go. of them fixed, but not the one in the attic. <laughs> you know, that's the stupidest damn place to put a fucking hot water heater is in the attic. Jesus, what a stupid place to put one. I was um, I was fortunate that I lived when I was growing up. I lived in in my house on Spring Street in Peekskill. The hot water heater was in the basement with the oil burner, <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm and, and I'll tell you what, it was raised up off the floor because the basement would, would get flooded every once in a while. But finally the landlord decided, you know what? I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting sick of this shit. I'm going to, we're going to put that sucker up high so it doesn't get flooded and the, and the pilot goes out. Well, the, the oil burner, we didn't have to worry about that was already propped up good and high, but they didn't get around to doing the, you know, the, the hot water heater. Well, when they finally put the hot water heater propped up high, the basement flooded, and we had to get a pump from the fire department to pump out the basement. Luckily, the fire department was very happy to help us. I mean, being as my father was a volunteer fireman, of course. But still, to have to sit there and pump that shit out took forever. Yeah. 
thankfully they you know the oil burner and the hot water heater were high enough where they didn't get a, they weren't affected anymore like i said <sighs> but in the attic they actually put a hot water heater in the attic yeah that's what they that's what they do usually in these track houses down here in texas they put them in the attic that's nuts place that you can put a hot water heater. that is yeah it is. I agree. <laughs> I know. I helped uh, change it a few years ago. Yeah, it's a it's it's a some bitch. Let me tell you. And then when it does, it sprays water like it was spraying water like a goddamn water hose up there. It sprayed all the way into the living room, so it, the water was dripping out of the fan in the living room. So, and that's a good ten, fifteen, seventeen feet away. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> No, well, it could be worse. You know that. It could have been yeah. a lot worse. Oh, that's just that's just here. I mean, it's there's 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 spring there's leaks spring leaks all over the state of Texas now. Oh, I'm uh, ooh, it's all over the place. Plumbers would be a good day, good time to be a plumber. <laughs> hmm. Tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, look, I've seen my share of disasters, okay? I really have seen my share. And, um, you know, when, when you're sitting there looking at, you know, at, looking at what's going on around you as far as, you know, plumbing going, going haywire, and of course, you know, you're, you're looking at, um, the, you know, you got electrical issues you might have to deal with and all part of being a homeowner. But when you rent an apartment, like I do, you're at the mercy of the maintenance, man. I mean, seriously, you're at, you're, you are at the proverbial mercy of the maintenance guy. You know, reset button. You know. So, I see where President Trump is going to make an appearance at CPAC. But Pence will not. Can someone please explain to me why he chose Mike Pence to be his vice president? Anybody got a clue? Uh, um, <laughs> that's my that's okay, my answer, dog. <laughs> because I mean, seriously, why would they but, choose an idiot? Because he turned out to be a fucking backstabber. Well, he's not going to be at CPAC. He's already made that clear. I guess he doesn't want to confront Trump. So, yeah. I, I, at this Enjoy. point, guys, let me ask you this. Does Donald Trump 
announce he's going to run again in 2024, or does he not run? That's the big question. What, what, what will he say at CPAC? Anyone care to take a speculative guess? I think I think there there are two ways that he could go here. One is yeah, he he might want to run for president uh, in 2024, but that th- there's another theory that he may announce that he's going to run for the U.S. House of Representatives. I know it's a step down, but think about it. He can get there. The house, we know, we have a good feeling that the house is going to flip in twenty, in twenty twenty two. All right, because we know we know what's going to happen with the Democrats. They're going to overstep their bounds and over, and their mouth is going to overload their asses and all that stuff. So, and some of them, some some of them have rather sizable asses at that. But that's that's another problem altogether. Um. Uh, so the thing with the House of Representatives is he wins that House of Representatives, he becomes the uh, the Speaker of the House, and guess what? Impeachment of of uh, Biden and Harris. Don't put it past him. Now, yeah, it's 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 more likely that he's going to announce that he's going to run for president in twenty twenty four. This is going to be the beginning of the uh, the the the. Uh, this is probably going to be the beginning of uh, his campaign for the White House in at CPAC. That's more likely, and I think that's probably going to happen. But it's going to be a wait and see deal, George. Yeah, well, I think I think that. Um... You know, it might be premature to announce he, he, he's going to run in 2024. But at the same time, too, let's look at this logically now. Let's look at this very logically. He's he's known for, Trump is known for doing things a little unorthodox. And that being said... If he does announce a run for the for for twenty twenty four, I think it would be it wouldn't be premature necessarily, but I think it would be if I were say an advisor to Trump. I would I would advise him to uh, refrain from that idea. And only because at the very least it would be it would it would give the Democrats four years to come up with a new plan. You know what I'm saying? 
would give it would give the Democrats just cause to come up with a new plan in order to keep the White House. Well, you know what their plan is, don't you? The Democrats, the Democrats, the idiots. You know what their plan is, right? I'm afraid to ask. One simple word. Cheat! Wasn't that what they did for 2020? Exactly. You know, if they got away with it. Yeah, like I said, if they're allowed to get away with it, what's stopping them from doing it again? Even in 2022, 2024, they cheated this. They, you know, Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe Ho, they cheated their way in. What's stopping them from doing, you know, in 2024? You know, uh, really? Uh, now that they know that they, they can get away with it, why not? If he was a stinking, rotten demo rat, wouldn't you uh, cheat again? Well, yeah. To regain or to maintain your power base? Fuck yeah, you would. You damn right. <laughs> of course you would. So, ah, but here's here's, here's the thing. Unless, they gunslinger. Wait a minute now. Hold on. Just thought of something. If they decide to cheat again. Wouldn't that be kind of like uh, poking the bear when they know full well they got caught cheating? They don't dare risk getting caught a second time because then they don't have Trump in there to 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 push around. Well, it 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 really does. Does it really matter? It, regardless who they have to push around or not, they they it blatantly in our face in the, in twenty you know, 2021 here, uh, that they cheated. Okay. We know they did. It was all over. Hell, hell. Uh, the world knows that, that they cheated. Okay. So like I said, it's just going to be a different date. And, you know, they're not going to self-correct themselves. Are they? No, because they're Democrats. Okay. So yeah, I mean, they're going, if they did it once and they spit right in your face, they know it. We all know it. You know, Trump got, what, 16 million more votes than he did in 2016? <laughs> but, you know, pedophile Joe uh, mysteriously came up with all these, all, these, uh, all these wonderful votes in his favor, of course. Oh, we can't, we can't uh, uh, not leave out the Dominion software. We got to fucking think that, you know. So they had a good little plan there, and they just, they just prayed it right in your freaking face. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> Crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. But, oh. See, if I, if I were a Democrat, which thank God I'm not, but if I were a Democrat, the first thing I would look at first thing I would look at is, okay, yes, doing this worked. But if I do this again, then, they're, 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 then 
a lot of folks are going to know something was up and especially if they do it too close to 2020 if they do it in 2022 they run the risk of getting caught for sure they also run the risk of getting caught in 2024 but it depends on who's running you know what i'm saying If Trump runs again in 2024, right. they'll definitely try it. Well, you know they're going to try it, you know. Uh, birds and a feather flock together, don't they? Now, there was one theory that I, I heard from Ron Rex show that if he was to run in 20, what was it, 2022 for Congress, congressman or whatever, and maybe his son or somebody runs too, if he wins, say he runs against Piglosi, maybe he win Trump. He would become the Speaker of the House, right? And then in 2024, he could run for president. So we could we could possibly have what six years of Trump. It's a possibility. It's a good possibility. See my theory on that one? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, other the other show, notwithstanding. Uh, let me put this to you. Okay, I really don't give it. I don't want to hear about that on the show, personally. But it's you know, that's to me. Um, uh, I don't care what other show. I don't care what other show it came from. Uh, Santa Claus could fucking say it. I don't care. But it's a. But it's a good. Uh, it's a good idea. Go ahead. Well, that's that's kind of what I was talking about. Uh, you know, I mean, look, and to put it to put it bluntly, George, that 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 would be an unconventional way. That that's that's a, sort of an unconventional way for him to get back into the White House. You know, run for the U.S. Young, run for the Congress, win that seat. You know. Uh, stay there for two years, and then in 2024, run for president again. You know? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a it's a bad yeah, idea. No, I think that's a good idea if he could do it. But think about this: he would have to run for the congressional seat for for an open congressional seat. Okay, and then it's up to whoever the Republicans. If there is also contingent on whether the Republican Party takes the white takes it back to Congress. Okay, that's the other issue that comes into that. As as good an idea as it is, right. the problem becomes okay. He could do that, but you got to always look at the other side of the coin. You can't just look at one side of the coin. So. Right. That's that's what I try to do here. I try to look at both sides of the coin and, and realize that um, okay. So he runs in twenty twenty two for Congress. There's no guarantee that they will nominate him for Speaker of the House. I'm talking the Republicans. If the Republicans take back the Congress, there's no guarantee of him getting the speakership. They could very easily uh, go with Kevin McCarthy. 
Okay? Again. They'll want to go with somebody who's been in Congress, has gone through the process with the Congress several, several times over. Someone who knows the inner workings of, of the Congress. Being president of the United States did not give him all that all that much insight. I, you know, and I and I'm sorry, but that's just reality. It should have if he had more dealings with the Congress, but unfortunately, you know, he didn't deal that much with them because they fought him at every turn because it was Democrat controlled, and still is. Right, but but George, the my my theory is that again the Democrats will overstep their bounds and go for things they shouldn't really go for. Maybe they get them, maybe they don't. I, I'm not sure, but they'll go for things they shouldn't go for, things that are too far outside for any of the republic for any of the middle of the country to go for and a lot of those congressmen in that in that middle area of the country that maybe are democrats maybe in trump seats or in republican seats you know will go go down right and thereby flipping the house i mean we saw that now they didn't mike, again you, you, we can you, you, argue you, you, whether mike, or wait not a minute, they wait cheated a Mike, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let let me try and explain something here, okay? So that, because you're going in circles, okay? Right. I said if the Republicans take back the Congress, which means taking back the House of Representatives, the lower chamber, where the speakership is, okay? Like I said, it's it all contingent. It's all contingent on whether they get control of the Congress once more. And then it's also contingent on who they decide they want as Speaker of the House. There is no guarantee they'll pick Donald Trump. Okay? That's that's basically what now, I was what it, I was saying. And and, 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 and and it's not right, saying bringing up the, the you know the flip in the house I'm I, I'm basically saying if they can flip the house back to the Republicans, I've already I already said that. Right, and and to tell you the truth, uh, I don't think there's. I mean, I don't want to say I don't think I don't think there's a shot, but there's if they do flip if they do flip the house, I don't know because I think there's going to be more Trump people in the house, including including uh, a lady by the name of Claudia Kenny from New York there, who's, I guess, a friend of Trump's or whatever at the time. Um, but there's going to be more Trump people in the House by 2022, I think, which would make it harder for McCarthy to hold on to that seat. And they would be reelect. They would be electing probably a new majority person. Now, could they reelect McCarthy as a majority? Yeah, probably, maybe, but could they elect somebody that's been in this in the house that's not McCarthy? Yeah, definitely. 
right. You 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 might want to consider this too. McCarthy is not the only career politician in the Republican Party that's there right now. You've got some old timers in the Republican Party that are still in Congress. Okay, so let's say if that's a big two-letter word, they flip the Congress to Republican control. And if they're fortunate enough to do that, and I think they can, because history has shown that when you get a Democrat in the White House, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a Republican Congress. So let's just say go on, on the basic if premise on, on that, Mike. <clears throat> if they flip to con right. they flip the Congress in twenty twenty two during the midterm, and the Republicans have control. All those career Republican politicians are going to be looking to put someone who's had more congressional experience in the speakership position that's what that's traditionally what is done they want someone who's got got time and time in the congress to be the one that they turn to as speaker of the house now if that person uh, declines for whatever reason and that's been known to happen people have declined the speakership mm -hmm. but if they say they go to mccarthy Okay, he accepts Trump. Trump could win a congressional seat, but again, it, there's no guarantee they will turn to Trump. Even Trump's own supporters may in the Congress may not go with him. They may decide. Look, we right. need someone who's got the experience in Congress. Trump doesn't have that. Yes, he's got experience in the White House but not in the Congress. Mm. It's a slightly different ballgame, a slightly different animal when you're talking about, <clears throat> about uh, the Congress versus the presidency. Because in the Congress, right. the only thing he can do is, in, is, is hopefully rally the Republicans for one reason or another, one bill or another. Okay, that's about the best he can hope for if he if he were to get the speakership. The problem is it's all ifs. Everything is a, a big, fat, wonderful if. And I'll tell you something. I I I got I've got the confidence that the Republicans may just pull this off. They could take it in twenty twenty two. But I don't think. Donald Trump is going to run for Congress. That I don't see happening. He wants to get back in the White House. That I see happening. That's just me. That's just my gut. Okay. Let me see here. 
I want to get to some of the stuff that I've that I've got here on app. You know, I got so I got quite a few stories to to discuss here tonight. So let's see what we've got under the under the mm-hmm. Yeah, I can talk. It ain't easy, but I can talk. <laughs> You know that old saying, that old chestnut, tongue's blocking the eye teeth, can't see what I'm saying. <laughs> it gets a little tiresome after a while, not being able to do that, but it, uh, you know, it's something I've learned to accept. I've learned to deal with. Now, uh, let me see. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Going into here. So, you know, I'll, I'll do those last. All right. Here we go. From the Gateway Pundit, Biden and the Democrats are still running scared after stealing the election. We'll never hold an open event with the American people. Hmm. So, after stealing the 2020 election for president, Joe Biden, who is actually a dictator, not a president, in my opinion, and his gang are scared to death of the American people. Now, a week ago, the Gateway Pundit reported that the Biden gang will never hold an open event with the American people. This is because they stole the 2020 election and they know that we know. Now, as the Gateway Pundit said last week, it's evident for anyone who still trusts their own eyes that Joe Biden didn't win the 2020 election for president. He stole it. Biden can hardly walk and talk. I mean, that's the truth. He lived in his basement most of the last year. He campaigned in Delaware. He had no following and still doesn't. His so-called vice president is even less admired. Uh, yesterday, she went back to California and only two people showed up to greet her to greet her at home. Hmm. On the other hand, President Trump was the most popular president ever after his first tour, his first four years in office, uh, this showed in car rallies, truck rallies, boat rallies, and signage across the country. Okay, scroll, please. No, Joe Biden is not the most popular president ever. Nope. It didn't happen. 
We have literally truckloads of evidence showing the election was stolen. There is no way Biden won, an, won a legitimate election, minus any fraud. This is the gateway pundit's words, not mine, folks. Okay? Except for my quick editorial statement, uh, comment here and there. Now, probably the most obvious evidence that Joe Biden stole the 2020 election is because he and his gang are absolutely frightened of facing the American people. Now, Biden and his gang have built walls around Washington, D.C. He held his inauguration inside the iron fences, and still nobody showed up. If you look at the difference between Trump's inauguration in 2017 and Biden's in 2021, well, you can pretty much tell the, you can pretty much see what that looks like. And I'll show you the difference in just a moment. The Biden gang claims Joe Biden won more votes than any president in history by millions of votes. They claim Biden won more than 80 million votes, but where are the voters? Biden claims he won Pennsylvania, but he will never, ever hold an event in Butler, Pennsylvania. Gee, I wonder why. Free to the public, like President Trump did, in front of a crowd of tens of thousands. Biden won't do this because he can't physically or cognitively, Biden literally can't talk without a teleprompter. He can hardly do that, and Americans knew it before the election. Americans didn't and don't believe Joe Biden is the most popular president ever because he's not. But, more importantly... Biden won't be holding any events free to the public because he is absolutely afraid Americans will show up and tell him what they think of him. I know I'd be one of them. If Biden were to hold an open event in New York, California, or Butler, Pennsylvania, the results would be the same. But most importantly, most importantly... Biden's team doesn't want Americans to know what Americans think of Joe Biden. Everyone knows Joe Biden stole the election. We get that. Especially Joe Biden and his gang know it. Of course they do. They worked hard to steal it. That's why they hide Biden behind the National Guard and fences. Uh, Confidentially, folks, I thought Democrats hated walls. But yet they put up fencing all over Washington, D.C. Figure that one out. They won't have any open-air public events with the American people. Like the pundit said, they basically, uh, you know, I'm sorry to say it, because they stole the election. They know the American people are going to sit there and go, you fucking thief. 
You no good lousy prick. You stole this shit. You know you did. Who the fuck do you think you are? <coughs> they'll be sitting there. They'll be looking in his face going, Hey, yo, Joe Blow from Kokomo. Fuck you. All right? Just fuck you. You ain't no president. You're a fucking liar. You ain't just a liar. You're a fucking liar and a thief. Your fucking ass ought to be holding down the gizmo. Now, of course, it's actually pronounced Gitmo, but you get the idea, folks. So, this is why there's no public events for, for the scheduled for the Biden people. Now, I'm going to I'm going to show you. I'm gonna I'll put this in the Mixler chat room, of course. So uh, you can see it, Mike. Uh, there's that. Now, I will. It might help if I got over to that. Thank you. Crazy computer didn't want to do that at first. Oops. Wrong one. That's the one. Now, folks, I want you to take a look at this image right here. Okay? This one. Right here. See? Right there. That one. That one right there. These two. The one on top and the one right here. Now, listen to me carefully. You look at the top one. It's Trump's inauguration in 2017, right? Look at that great, big, beautiful crowd of people. Problem? Now look at this one. Look at this one right here. Right here. Do you see a whole bunch of people standing there for Joe Biden? Nope. And here's why. Because they use the excuse of, uh, of, 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 of what happened. Well, let's see. That was January 20th, the inauguration. What Antifa and BLM did on January 6th was 14 days earlier. So, yeah, they used that, that January 6th as an excuse. <clears throat> Again. And they, 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 the reason they didn't have crowds is because nobody showed up because nobody could get in. Hmm. Uh, so, why, in God's name, didn't they think of that? Well, if we don't have a crowd, then it's not a very good inauguration. And all this money we spent will have gone to waste. See, that's a smart person thinking that, even though they're a dumb Democrat. All right. Gunslinger, how about you? We'll start with you. 
Okay, we'll we'll go to Mike then. You're absolutely right, George. And look, everybody knows it. Everybody knows that he's not running the White House. It's all the so-called quote end quote heavyweights that are surrounding him. Oh, John Kerry and all these other guys that everybody knows they're lightweights as well, but at least they're lightweights that have a presence about them and can actually put a sentence or two together, you know, and maybe they, they should have been the guys that were on the ticket to run. But again, some of those guys were losers and, so, so, and maybe we we know we know why they chose uh, Biden because they thought it was going to be easy for them to, which it was, for him for them to cheat with him, which it was, and not have him actually run for anything and espouse any significant views on anything except when he <coughs> actually spoke out and actually oopsie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get rid of the uh, oil industry and uh, or the coal industry or whatever, you know, which he's pretty much done. I mean, he stopped. Sorry about that. I was checking my video feed. Oh, okay. So you know, it's like, it's like. Of course they're going to try it. Uh, of course he's a lightweight. Of course he's he can't string sentences together, and they know it. Even when he's on prompter, you know, you don't know. Even when he's on prompter and has that little thing in his ear, that earwig in his ear, that the little, the little, you know, the little kind of newscasters. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Ear, you know. Right. So, I mean, they don't know if he's actually, if they, they can feed him all the lies he wants, they don't know if he's actually going to say those things, you know, and say them the way they want him to say them. So I don't expect many uh, actual press conferences with the guy. Not Nothing to the point of what Trump used to do. I mean, Trump was out there on a daily basis during the whole COVID uh, pandemic thing, which is a pandemic, but just never, not, I don't want to get into that, but he was in doing those press conferences, right? And he was doing them basically looking at you doing almost off the cuff things. Yeah, he had the other, the so-called Fauci and the other, and Burks and all these other people, you know, talking during the press conference, you know, but he was, he actually did a lot of the talking, you know, whereas I don't think, and it was in uh, kind of extemporaneous off the cuff stuff. Yeah. It was about, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the virus and stuff, but it was almost off the top of his head without a prompter, without anything, I don't think there's no way in hell that Biden could do that. No way. And they know it. And that's why they're not going to, 
those those type of press conferences where you know where they're talking about the possible virus or whatever stuff like that or even the the uh, the 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 vaccines the numerous vaccines that are coming available or whatever they're not going to have him out there doing those things because they know they can't he doesn't have the ability to do those things you know i mean look you can go back for for all his problems bill clinton could do that so could uh obama so could when he did it so could uh, uh the idiot that was uh jimmy carter you know he could do it but this guy because of his mental lack of mental abilities can't and and they know it and that's why at some point they're probably going to do something with him getting him out of office in lieu of somebody who can put a couple sentences together but we'll have to wait to see what happens with that but he just can't do that you know back to you george It's it's one it's 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 a wonderful conclusion one can draw from this. There is a wonderful conclusion one can draw, and that being, why would anyone trust Joe Biden? He's an idiot. And then I have to remember, the reason they trust Biden is because he is an idiot. Okay. It's just that simple. Gunslinger, are you there? I'm guessing Gunslinger is there, but not there. But elsewhere. Yeah, he may he may be he may be getting him a little snacky poo. Well, he said he was down at a friend's house. Ah, so he may be on his way home. He's Well, he's on the phone line, Mike. That's why I kept calling on him. But if he's not, if he's not answering his phone, that tells me he's either busy or on another call. Yes, sir. Now I'm trying to trying to open up this crazy folder and it's not opening for me. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> let me let me interrupt for just a second. I'm on, I'm leaving here, so I'm gonna call in when I get back. Probably be about forty five minutes. All right. We'll be here. Okay. You know me, I don't go off until one. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway, I mean, I just, I mean, we can argue all day long, which I, I think it's a, but the thing is, is what they've done with him, I mean, to me, 
what they've done with Biden kind of constitutes elderly abuse because they know they know his mental abilities aren't there. They know that. They got to know that. You know, and they still ran the man. And it kind of makes me wonder about 2020 when he said he wasn't going to run due to his son dying. That could have been the case in 2020, but then again, that could have been just another excuse to cover up the fact that his mental abilities weren't that good then. George? Yeah, well, he his look. He's he's what seventy eight years old. <clears throat> his cognitive, his physical health may be at risk. His cognitive abilities certainly aren't what they should be or would be. So you gotta you gotta ask yourself exactly what is it about Joe Biden that makes him such a popular <laughs> bullshit president. <laughs> and then I remember then I have to remember Democrats lie a lot they lie a lot well, I'll tell you what here's, here's something that uh I'm going to put on in just a moment. It's from One American News Network. And apparently Biden, the Department of Homeland Security, is releasing migrants illegal aliens into California. And the GOP chair is slamming Biden for the uh, over the border crisis. Good. It ain't going to do anything. It's not going to mean shit. But, okay. Well, here's one American News Network's uh, deal on this. Let me just make sure I've got all my ducks in a row. And the Biden administration overturns yet another Trump immigration policy, a reversal that will allow thousands seeking asylum to enter the U.S. What America's White House correspondent Jen Pellegrino has more. Among a flurry of executive orders since taking office, the Biden administration has made aggressive moves to overturn President Trump's key immigration policies. The latest rollback, Trump's Remain in Mexico policy. It comes on the heels of a sweeping immigration bill announced Thursday that promises a path to citizenship for the estimated 22 to 30 million illegals currently residing within U.S. borders. On Friday, 25 asylum seekers were released into Southern California, taking up temporary quarantine residents at a San Diego hotel before further journey into the U.S. interior while awaiting hearings. 
It is expected that 25 migrants will be released into California daily, with eventual plans to increase to 300 per day. And in the week ahead, the cities of Brownsville and El Paso, Texas, will follow suit. As Biden follows through in overturning Trump immigration policies, the nation remains under a heavy burden of the ongoing pandemic. And in the border state of Texas, an unprecedented and devastating winter storm. Bruno Lozano is the Democrat mayor of Del Rio, Texas. And in a message to the current president, he begs for the needs of legal taxpaying citizens to be prioritized. Mr. President, my name is Bruno Lozano, mayor of the city of Del Rio, Texas, and I am pleading and requesting with you to please put a halt to any measures regarding the release of immigrants awaiting court dates into the city of Del Rio and surrounding areas. We are completely and utterly spread thin with resources for our own community. This administration has taken a firm stance on COVID-19 protections for Americans. I am asking you to ensure the health and safety of all of our taxpaying citizens along the border are treated with the same urgent consideration. Border crossers not enrolled in the Remain in Mexico plan continue to be released into the United States under the relaxed policies of the Biden administration. In the first 10 days of February alone, 2,000 were released into the U.S., compared to just 11 this past December under the Trump administration. Jen Pellegrino, One America News, Washington. Want to see more videos? So, he wants to release migrants, <laughs> illegal aliens, into California and Texas. And you see where this is going, everybody? You see where this is going? Honestly. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, you heard the clip. Your thoughts, man. And again, this is a Democrat pleading with this idiot of a president, asking him not to reverse these things because they're having funding problems because of all these guys that are streaming across the board. You know, if you've got your, why, I mean, again, you're not listening to the people in your own party. Now, granted, he's thinking nationally as a national Democrat, and this guy, this mayor is thinking about his town, right? His city. And he's thinking about, well, how am I going to, this mayor's have thinking, how am I going to, if you release all these guys, all these people who are waiting trial, how are we going to deal with, you know, hospitalization and medicine, medicine and all that stuff? And, and what are we going to do? I mean, does the, does the word, does the term tone deaf? mean anything to people that's what that's what biden and pelosi and schumer and all these other people they are in washington are they are tone deaf and 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 then up to this they're talking about you know the funding and stuff like this don't put it past the debt we put up how many miles of the wall so far and it's cost how many billions of dollars that was a that yeah they'll try and cut off the funding 
uh, stop the wall from being built, but don't put it past the Democrats to spend another billion or so dollars to take the damn thing down. Don't put it past them. Back to you, George. Well, Mike, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, no, I would not put it past them at all. Okay? Because they're already planning on doing that. I'm sure. Their, their, their plan is, if, if I'm going to judge a character, they're planning to take that wall and rip down some of it to give the, the, these illegals the, every opportunity to cross that border. So yeah, they're they're gonna they're going to sit there and they're going to have a plan in place to take the wall down, or at least a portion of it, so that all these illegals can cross the border to their hearts fucking content. And then we go from having over 22 million plus illegally in this country to being overrun. Now, I'm going to say something that may shock the daylights out of people. All right? But don't be surprised. If you come in to this country the proper way, through a border crossing, and you're seeking asylum, you do that. Fine. You want to become a legal citizen of this country? Fine. You do that. You do it the right way. What Biden and his, and his cronies are doing is bypassing immigration law. I've been saying this and saying this and saying this. The Democrats want to bypass immigration law. They don't give a fuck about you or me or anybody else. They only care about one thing, themselves, and what they can get out of it. Oh, we can get at least another 5 million new voters if we open up that border and we let these people in here. That's, they're not, they don't give a fuck about those, about those people coming here. They're just votes to them. That's what it comes down to, Mike. It's really that simple. You know? Yeah. I mean... Right. They hate him. They hate him so much that every single thing that he did, they want to get rid of. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, don't Mike, be at all uh, we, surprised. We, we, we know this. I mean, we, we've talked about we've talked about this before. The question now becomes: Okay, Trump's not in office. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to to live with that reality. The election was stolen. Trump is no longer in the office. We've got a dictator and a thief sitting in the Oval Office. What is the American people, what, what, what should we the people be doing about it? Okay? Now, I'm not talking violent shit. 
I'm talking practical, common sense ideas. What can we, the American people, do? How do we fight back? Because we know damn well he's not going to get impeached. I don't know. I mean, his buddy here in New York, Andrew Cuomo. Oh, that 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 buzzard. See, Andrew Cuomo. All he. Oh, excuse me. All he did was cost the lives of tens of thousands of seniors. But apparently, to Biden, he's the golden child. Yeah, right. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. He's the golden child. He ain't no Eddie Murphy. You can say that again, brother. <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> It's a no-brainer, man. All right, let me let me throw a question at you there, Mike. Let me throw this question at you. Joe Biden, for all of his faults, if you could find one thing just one thing. One redeeming quality about Joe Biden. What would it be? Mm. Kind of hard to find one, Let's isn't it? Redeeming quality. Uh, yes. I mean, the guy's never held a job in his life other than politician. Well, not that um, we know of anyway. Right. I mean, he could have been he could have been some part of the mafia, but I doubt that. I mean, knowing knowing that he does run his own crime family, but that's that's another that's another uh, you know that's another issue altogether. So. That's not a redeeming quality. Uh, let's see. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm struggling here, George. I'm struggling. <laughs> I got news for you. I, I would have been. Oh, come on. <sighs> Give me a second. I just dropped a cigarette out of my friggin' pie hole, and it bounced off my foot and under my desk. Uh oh. Come on. Come on, man. (sighs) Telling you. It's like, well, son of a bitch. Fucking cigarette went under the desk. Come on, man. <laughs> what are you doing under Come there? On, man. Can't, can't smoke you down there, you know. 
<laughs> Luckily for me, it didn't go very far. Went on the it went under the desk and rolled to the to the to the leg on the other in the other. If I were standing on the other side of the desk, it would be on the right hand to my right hand side by the wheel, and that's exactly where it ended up. Well, son of a bitch, I've got it. <clears throat> Now, getting back to what I was saying, though, Mike, before my cigarette decided to go flying out of my mouth and under the desk. You, you know what that, remind, what, that, what that reminds me of? Before I, before I get back to the redeeming quality question. It reminds me of that, okay. you know, that on top of Old Smokey. They did it on top of yeah. spaghetti. And it went, on top of spaghetti. All covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. It rolled off the table and out of the door. And then there went my poor meatball. Uh, you know, and something like that anyway. Well, mine did my 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 meatball was a cigarette and the and and uh, and the bush was a wheel. Go figure. So, <clears throat> getting back to the um, to the question at hand, yeah, it's hard to find a redeeming quality for Joe Biden. It really is. I mean, I would love to be able to sit here and say he has at least one redeeming quality, but he don't. The guy's got nothing. Nada. Zippo. Zilch. Bupkis. Now, if I were to ask you what totally unredeemable quality does Joe Biden carry, I'm willing to bet you can find a whole, a whole fucking bucket load. <clears throat> Or would that be kind of over, overstating it? No. No. Oh, but a whole heap and bucket load. And it's all bullshit. Oh, yes. 100 percent grade A U.S. choice. Bullshit. How's that for uh, telling Given to us by Mr. Fartwell. Uh, yes. Uh, well, well, you see, it's, 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 it's kind of like, the, it's, you, oh, God, excuse me. But you see, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It, 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 look, the way I see it, but I, but I, oh, fuck, I got to go to the bathroom, guys. Sploss.
That wasn't a fart. Needless <laughs> <laughs> to say, we could say that Fartwell is is letting loose the farts, but he we can't say he's full of shit if he shits his pants. <laughs> kind of makes you wonder, George, when he was kind of in bed with that spy, if you know what I mean. I wonder if he cut one or two loose at that point. Hmm. Well, I can't say for with any certainty, but I'm willing to bet he blew the covers off at least once. <laughs> and Fang Fang probably looked at him and went, Oh, you, you, what? Oh, God, did you have to do that? Jeez. And buries her head in the pillow. And all of a sudden, Oh, it got into the mattress and now it's coming up onto the. Oh, God. Yeah, I can definitely see. <laughs> <clears throat> for for Fang Fang, it would definitely be the end, end of the world. Not that I, I not that anybody would be complaining, except for maybe Eric Fartwell. I mean Swalwell. No, I said it right the first time. Fartwell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, we, we there are times on this show that we have to have high comedy and low comedy. Well, that last segment, I don't know what you were going to call this, but. It's either or, depending on how you look at it, George. I think it's kind of middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't quite go to lowbrow. It doesn't quite go people. to highbrow. So it's kind of in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened on January 6th is not... Joe Biden's first rodeo, so to speak. Check this out. The Gateway Pundit says, Start the impeachment. Joe Biden admits storming the Senate chamber at age 21 and being arrested. Yeah. Hang on a second. There is a video. There's a clip here. So let me pull that up. Let's see here. Uh, hmm. Oh, there... It says video, but I don't see one. Oh, wait a minute. Let me take it out of that reader mode. 
Uh, no. So where is it? Where's the video? Hmm. Okay. I'll start it over. I couldn't hear what he was on the on late night with David Letterman at the time. Take a listen to this, folks, because it's from 2007. So what was that like uh, walking into the great Senate chamber at 29 years old? You know, I walked in when I was 21 and I got arrested. I was a, it was a Saturday. I was down visiting some friends at Georgetown University. And uh, I came up on a Saturday morning because I was fascinated with the Senate. And they had a Saturday session. I walked up those days, no guards stopping everywhere. And, I, and they just got out of session. I walked in the back. All of a sudden, I found myself in the chamber, and I was stunned. I walked up, sat down in the presiding officer's seat. Guy grabbed me by the shoulder, said, you're under arrest. What was that like, uh, walking into the great Senate chamber at 29 years old? You know, I walked in when I was 21. And I got arrested. I was a, it was a Saturday. I was down visiting some friends at Georgetown University. And uh, I came up on a Saturday morning because I was fascinated with the Senate. And they had a Saturday session. I walked up those days, no guards stopping everywhere. And, I, and they just got out of session. I walked in the back. All of a sudden, I found myself in the chamber. And I was stunned. I walked up, sat down in the presiding officer's seat. Guy grabbed me by the shoulder, said, you're under arrest. Now, ain't that some shit? Mm-hmm. And yet, and yet, everybody talks, talks about what happened January 6th, but nobody brought this up. Do you wonder why? He got arrested. Now, I don't know if that's considered a felony charge or not. Probably just a misdemeanor. But he got he got mm -hmm. into the Senate chamber without any without any effort. He got into a place he had no business being at age 21. None whatsoever. So Mr. Biden was a jailbird at 21 for trespassing in the Senate chamber. So, like it says here in the Gateway Pundit. Wait a minute. Shouldn't that, hang on. Shouldn't that have disqualified him from running for office? If it were a felony charge, yes. In the first place? If it were a felony charge, it would have. But. Well, he's a Democrat, then. He's, a, he's still a Democrat, so it wouldn't have mattered. So, yeah. Well, can't really say for, with any certainty. But check this out. What the Gateway Pundit wrote on this is, in 2007, Joe Biden told David Letterman that he was arrested for trespassing 
in the U.S. Capitol and taking a seat inside the Senate chamber at 21. Joe Biden bragged about the alleged event on Letterman. Now, Michael Moore tweeted, Oh, the irony. Biden said that he was arrested for trespassing at the Capitol. Today, the U.S. government, including the DOJ and FBI, are ruining people's lives for walking through the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The FBI has arrested over 250 people so far in connection with the Capitol raid on January 6th. A vast majority committed no violence and were just walking around inside the U.S. Capitol building. The FBI still is promoting this most wanted poster, even though many of these individuals have been arrest, have been apprehended and committed no crimes besides walking through the, the U.S. Capitol. Now, let me see if I can find the most wanted poster. Uh, if I can get it to open, that is. And I'll show it. Well, there's a whole bunch of pictures here. So let me, uh, this is from the FBI website. So let me, uh, Of course, I'm going to have to uh, switch off my camera view because it's going to block some of these. Now, for those of you watching on the video platforms, you see a whole. You see all these people here. These were the people that uh, are either wanted or arrested. I can't. It doesn't say. It may say on 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 the FBI site. But look at this. I'm scrolling through fast, but you get the general gist. Now, a lot of these folks were disguised as Trump supporters, and they were actually Antifa and BLM. So a lot of these folks that are doing all, this, all the damage and everything, all the people that are uh, causing the chaos, that caused the chaos at the time, they were dressed as Trump supporters you know, made to look like Trump supporters, but in actuality, they were Antifa and BLM. But I mean, you look at this, and it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Many of these folks, like I said, were just walking around. <clears throat> now, here's, here's one you see arrested under photograph one number 169 okay for those of you again watching on the video platforms so watch if you see a red a red marker under it that says arrested 
these are folks that are that have been arrested others they're still going they're still trying to track down but how many of these again were actual trump supporters that's the that's the problem here now here again here's another here are two more that are marked arrested photograph 143 and 139 but many of these folks have not been arrested now here's another one picture 133 all right He's wearing a Marine Corps, he's wearing a red Marine Corps hat. So it, it, it stands to reason, Mike, that if, if all of these people are being sought as having been involved in, in what happened on, on the Capitol, here's another one, picture number 120. Again, arrested. So all the people that have arrested on their on their photographs, uh, picture one ten is, is shown twice. They show a close up of the, of the person. And then of course, uh, it's the same person for. Photographs A, B, C, D, and E. All right, even picture 105 was arrested. So all of these folks arrested because of, because of what happened on January 6th. Now, the question becomes, um... What, what more is there? <clears throat> now, according to this, out of, from the FBI in Atlanta, and this tweet came out on the 16th, the FBI is still seeking information to help identify individuals who actively, in, inst, who actively instigated violence on January 6th in Washington, D.C., So they're, they're, they're telling people to go to the FBI website to see the images from current cases. And if you see anyone you recognize, uh, they give you a link to submit a tip. President Trump was impeached for inciting violence, acquitted for it. And yet, the only Republican that's actually screaming for him to be criminally charged is a sandbagging little bastard named Mitch McConnell. Go figure. But that's that's basically what you know what's coming down yep. here.
Now, Wayne, yep. <clears throat> Wayne Root, assistant editor at the Gateway Pundit, put out the following. Meet the new president of the United States, Barack Obama. I kid you not, folks. That is exactly what it says on the Gateway Pundit page. I'll even show it to you. There it is. Wayne Root, assistant editor. Meet the new president of the United States, Barack Obama. Now, why is that being, why did he write this? All right. Let's see if I can put my camera view up here. So, yeah, here we go. I think I can do that. Yes. Now, Wayne Allen Root, that's the assistant editor at the gatewaypundit.com, writes the following. I've written thousands of columns and commentaries. This is the most important I've ever written. Now, this is Wayne Root's words, not mine. This is my chance to play the modern-day version of Paul Revere. The commies are coming. The commies are coming. Yes, I am reporting a communist takeover. But the leader of this attack is not who it, hap who it appears to be. Republicans, conservatives, patriots, and capitalists are sick right now, right about now. We're in shock. We can't believe Trump isn't president. We can't believe Americans voted against the greatest economy, perhaps in history, and the greatest jobs picture ever, and the greatest improvement in middle-class incomes ever, and after the COVID lockdown and economic collapse. This is his words, not mine. And I, I, it wasn't a, a collapse, it was just you know, the economy slipping backwards. Trump produced the greatest economic comeback ever. Remember 33% GDP in the third quarter of 2020? That was the biggest number in history. Who would vote against that? You'd have to be self-hating and suicidal. We also can't believe America voted for a feeble old man with dementia who mumbles, I don't know what I'm, what I'm signing, but I'm going to sign these executive orders. And who says, there was no vaccine before I became president. Even though he got his two vaccine shots before he became the alleged president. I added alleged, folks. We all believe the election was rigged and stolen. We all know the feeble old man now called quote-unquote president would be more at home in an assisted living home than the White House. That man can't be our new president. 
I have news for my fellow conservatives, Republicans, capitalists, and patriots. Biden's not president. He's a puppet. Yes, we have a new president, but his name is Barack Obama. Admit it. Now that I've said it out loud, it all makes sense. Obama is the real president, back for his third term to finish the job. Biden's job was to stand there and look moderate and credible and reasonable. So, as not to scare the voters. But Biden isn't the real president. Obama is the man with the power. Look at the radical executive orders, the most in history. And they all sound like Obama wrote them. This third term is Obama unmasked, with, a, with Biden as the front man. Obama can finally be himself. Obama is able to do all the radical things he never dared do as the actual president. Look at the executive orders and new laws and policies proposed. Open borders. No more wall. Everyone gets in during a pandemic with no testing for COVID. Illegal alien felons must be released from jail. Halt to deportations. Full legalization for millions of alien lawbreakers. Include illegal aliens in the U.S. Census. Once into the country, give them the right to bring all their relatives into. With no requirement for education, skills, or background checks. Ban the use of the word illegal alien. Make every action and economic policy about racism, social justice, and racial equity. Even climate change is about racism. Restart the Iranian nuclear treaty. Give murdering mullahs everything they ever, de- ever dreamed of. And then some endanger our best friend Israel's existence and get absolutely nothing in return. And for good measure, wait over a month to call Israel's prime minister so the whole world knows we no longer have Israel's back. Kill the lucrative U.S. energy industry and make us dependent on foreign oil from our enemies again. Kill the Keystone Pipeline, kill oil, coal, natural gas, fracking, even permits for drilling. Re-enter the Paris Climate Agreement that kills all our jobs while allowing China to pollute all it wants. This will decimate our economy and make us dependent on the same kind of green energy that just caused the meltdown in Texas. Ban the use of the term China virus. End the trade war with China. Give China access to the U.S. energy grid. Even players in Biden's cabinet and staff are all Obama retreads. Trust me, I'm Obama's Columbia College classmate. I know how he thinks. I understand his plan. This has Obama's fingerprints all over it.
This is the the Cloward the Cloward Piven plan we learned at Columbia University almost 40 years ago. This is the third term of Obama. In his first two terms, Obama tried his best to destroy the economy. High-paying jobs, health care, the U.S. energy industry, the great American middle class, our relationship with Israel, American exceptionalism, and capitalism itself. He demanded us badly. He damaged us badly, but he fell short. Now Obama's back to finish the job. Now this was written by Wayne Allen Root. The Again, as I said, uh, he is the executive excuse me, the assistant editor at the Gateway Pundit. See, it's like I've been saying, folks. I always had a gut feeling that Obama was doing shit behind the scenes. Now, this is just an editorial comment on the part of Wayne Root. But Wayne Root is saying a lot of this stuff that I've kind of said myself. And I said it weeks and weeks before Root wrote this. Okay? This this particular item was published today on February 22nd. Does it sound implausible? Does it sound impossible? Could Obama actually be running things from behind the scenes? Maybe. I know many many would think, well, George, wait a minute, George. No, no, that's all conspiracy theory. It's not real. It can't be. Well, it's not, con- it's not conspiracy theory. It's speculation. It is speculation. Okay. But uh, but I'm not the only one saying it. And the Gateway Pundit is known for telling things pretty straightforward. Now the question becomes, how right is Wayne Allen Root, assistant editor at the Gateway Pundit, and how right have I been? we got Gunslinger back on the line with us. And he's in the chat room, so I'm going to send this link to you, Gunslinger, in the Mixler chat room, uh, which is what I just read. I don't know how much of it you actually heard, if you heard the whole thing or what the case is, but there's the link to the Gateway Pundit story I just brought up, or commentary, I should say. So based on based on what... You, you may have heard and what you, 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 based on what you've heard me talk about on this broadcast, you know, as far as my gut feelings are concerned in regards to Obama possibly being in there somewhere behind the scenes. Cause I mean, come on. And as, as Joe, to, to, to quote Joe Biden, come on, man. Oh, son of a bitch. Why wouldn't Obama be behind the scenes running the show? You don't say. 
Yes, I do say. <laughs> you do. All right. Well, <laughs> um, Very well said, by the way. I I will agree with that. I'm not sure yes. what you said, but I'll agree with well, it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Elvis lives. <laughs> you know. Um, <clears throat> oh, but uh, before I before I answer that, uh, while I'm thinking about it, um, real fast, uh, you remember the the, the TV series Night uh, Night Rider, right? Night Rider. Remember it? Remember that show? Mm-hmm. Okay, you remember that show? I put a link into the FFNO, I think, earlier, yes, last night or something. Yeah, I saw. I already saw that like a, that, a few days ago, uh, before you posted it. Oh, did you see that? Oh, yeah, because I, I was. I I, I, I have oh, yeah. I have Knight Rider uh, videos and stuff uh, that I get notifications on, and I got a notification on that one. They're actually looking for the trailer that came, that they had with it too. The trailer. Yeah. 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 Oh shit! I'm wow! I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. But they they're looking for the trailer, the and I'm not, I'm not talking just any old trailer. I'm talking the trailer that the the, the special effects guys made with the fold down door that the Night Rider car drove up yeah. on. They're looking for that this trailer. Is the original truck. Yeah. Well, this is the original truck. Yeah. It was pre-painted when they scratched off a little bit of paint, and they even found the. A, a, a stub or something, sticker or something inside that it belonged, you know, for Hollywood or whatever it was. But yeah, that's the actual truck. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and <laughs> and by the way, the license plate on the front of that uh, on the cab of that truck is an actual California license plate because in order to drive that on California roads and stuff, they had to ha they ha it, that truck had to be registered and insured and everything else. Uh, yep, everything. Yep. I thought that was pretty neat. But anyway, you know, regarding what you just said there and what you just read, I, I heard most of it. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's butt buddy. Look, what is it? Chapter three now. Three point oh. <laughs> okay. You know when three point oh? Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know when when blowjob was was the president? Okay. You know who who ran him? Comrade Hit Hitlery. Okay. She, you don't think that she told him what to do? Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Who do you think runs that family even today? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. They're in there. In, they're, he's in He's in it. You know he is. I don't need no fucking evidence. All I, can, all I know, and I know for a fact, that he was president, blowjob Clinton, and you see what a vicious little fucking bitch that fucking goddamn Hillary is. So who you think ran the pants? You damn right she did. No, <laughs> she wore the pants. Even when he was president, so you know that, uh, yeah, you know she's involved, and you know, and uh, Comrade Clinton, well, Comrade Clinton, but buddy, hell yeah, they're all nice, big, happy family, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I had been saying because there's no way Biden came up with over sixty executive orders in in a in, in a, a month's time. Somebody was bending his ear because he can't, shit. He couldn't. He couldn't remember who his wife was. Lest we, lest I remind everyone how he called his sister his wife and his wife his sister. 
He couldn't remember half the time what town he was in. And they expect him to be able to remember all these executive orders? Yeah, sure, okay. I'll tell you what, I'll say, I, I, I could sell you the Brooklyn Bridge tomorrow. Not that I own it, but I could sell it to you. I mean, how many times has the Brooklyn Bridge been sold over the decades? So, mm -hmm. yeah. You could also sell the Mario Cuomo Bridge. No, no thanks. I, I don't want to sell the Tappan Zee Bridge. <laughs> what, do you think I, I, I you, you think I would fall for that? Mm hmm? <clears throat> Lest you forget, I live in New York, sir. I know they call it, I know that he renamed yep. it the Mario Cuomo Bridge, but it's actually the Tappan Zee as far as I'm concerned. And a lot of the drivers and people that cross it every day. Oh, sure, the media calls it the Mario <laughs> Cuomo Bridge, but we know what it really is called. Who cares about the media? Hmm? Right. And, and you're right. This, this, look, you got to understand this. This is this this Wayne Allen Root guy. One, one of his previous jobs was. He was a hand, uh, sports handicapper, but that's neither here nor there. He's been all over Obama since Obama was, you know, running out of Chicago. When he was a senator. So, right. So it's like going back to the Choom gang and all that stuff, you know. Uh, so that, that's where he's coming from, and he. Generally speaking, you go back and you read the rest of his work on this particular type of subject, and it—I mean, it—it's—if you take any one of his or any two of his columns, you know, his opinion pieces, just by themselves, you know, uh, oh, it's just one man's opinion, right? But each opinion piece he writes is adds to the last one that he's written. All right? And it's like, okay. I read most of his opinion, uh, most of his pieces, and it's like, you know, it's like, okay, I get that. I get that. A, B, C, D, and E. Out of this piece over here and that piece over there and this piece way back when, and you put it about all together and it gives you a snapshot. It gives you an idea of what Obama was after, what he was going after. Yeah. Yeah. He might have been, you know, uh, I don't know, stalking horns for Hillary or whatever, but he, you can't, you can't argue that he screwed Hillary twice. Right. Well, he screwed her once. You know, when he made that speech at the Democratic National Committee when he was a what a senator at the time, and oh, they called him a rising star at the time, right? And then he comes up and snakes her out of out of her what was supposed to be her coronation as Madam Queen President, you know, 
uh, in 2008, because, yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have mattered who they put against McCain. McCain was too much of a squish that if it was Hillary, he would have lost there too, you know, and we would have had Hillary anyway, you know. So this guy, Lane Allen Root, you know, you may think it's just opinions that he's writing in this one piece, but like I said, you got to go back and read all of his all of his stuff, and it's it reads as he, him chronicling what's happened over the past. Well, this year, 2021, and throughout uh, 2008 to 2000. And uh, uh, 16, you know. So back to you, George. Well, I, I didn't know that I wasn't that deep into reading his stuff. Uh, apparently you have. So you, you, you've got a leg up on me on that regard. But let's, let's look at this realistically. Just, just reading this alone, just going over this one item, you know, which is, you know, it's a, it's his commentary, but it's based a lot of it. And I got the impression it is based on a lot of what he's worked on over the years, what he's seen and what, what's, and what has been, and what has ultimately been proven in certain, with certain situations. Now, does this mean that Obama is working behind the scenes running the show? No. Again, it goes right back to what I said earlier. Speculation. We can sit here and speculate, but without any real evidence to support the, uh, you know, the, to support it, it's just hearsay. And between you, me, and the lamppost, hearsay doesn't cut it in a court of law, as we're all painfully well aware. That's the downside to all this. Okay? That's the downside. All right. So, moving right along here. Now, folks, when it comes to your, when it comes to our gun rights, you will, you will find no greater supporter, no greater uh, person that, that loves that loves the, the, our, our rights under the Constitution and the Bill of Rights than those of myself and many of the people that have come come to this this broadcast over the years that are gun owners. Even before I was a gun owner, I was pro Second Amendment. But there's something you need to know, folks. You know Biden's coming after them. Well, One America News put out put this out the other day. I want you to listen to this. One America News is Pearson Sharp. And he's, he's quite a sharp character, no pun intended. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I did not intend it to be a pun, but it just worked out that way. 
There are worse puns, George. What's that? I said there are worse puns. True. Very true. There are better puns, but, eh, you know. All right, so here we go with One American News and uh, Joe Biden's promise to come after Americans' guns. Joe Biden is promising to come after Americans' guns, but a newly resurfaced video reveals he wasn't always so anti-gun. Once again, here's Pearson Sharp. Gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. There you have it. Joe Biden's promise to come after your weapons. Bingo. Just like that, he violates the Constitution. That clip was from his campaign, but now he's making that promise a reality with bills like H.R. 127. Known as the Firearm Licensing and Registration Act, the bill is an atrocious assault on our constitutional rights. Under H.R. 127, you'll be required to report all the guns you own, plus where you keep them. And all this information will be available to the general public. You know, just to make sure any criminals in the neighborhood know exactly where to go for their guns. You'll also need to apply for a new license, and to get that license, you'll need a background check, pay for 24 hours of training, and pass a psychiatric evaluation which involves interviewing everyone in your family and even your exes. Oh, and you'll also need to buy a yearly $800 insurance policy for the gun. Bingo. But hang on, it wasn't that long ago that old flip-flopping Biden thought guns were great. So great, he even recommended just firing off a couple rounds into the air if anyone ever came snooping around your house. Take a look at this clip and see how trigger-happy Joe thinks Americans should handle their home defense. If you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun, have the shells of 12-gauge shotgun, and I promise you, as I told my wife, we live in an area that's wooded and somewhat secluded. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here or walk out Put that double-barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not going to... You don't need an AR-15. Pearson Sharp, One American News. Want to see more videos like this? So there you have it. There you have it, everybody. Apparently, Mr. Mr. Shotgun Joe wasn't always anti-gun. Rather curious, isn't it? That now all of a sudden, Mr. Shotgun Joe is anti-gun Joe. Gunslinger, I'll start with you. <laughs> he's a he's a fucking joke, and a bad one at that. Okay, 
course, yeah, he can say all the shit and he can try to pass all this shit. <clears throat> okay, it'll never go p- fly past the majority of the Senate. Okay, we all we know that. Okay, <clears throat> at least there's some sane people left in the Senate. Okay, <clears throat> just like the impeachment of President Trump. You see, that didn't go to pass the Senate. This won't either. Okay, sure, they can fucking threaten. Sure, they can ride up. I'm going to go and jack off 16 and a half fucking times a day. But is it true? Uh, no. Okay. <clears throat> Hypothetically speaking, let's let's just say that they did. Somehow they weaseled it in through, which I don't think they will. Number one, they'd be facing massive lawsuits. Okay. I mean, so, lawsuits, they'd never... You think lawsuits now... Because he stole the the election, you ain't seen nothing yet, okay? Especially these southern states down here like Texas. Now, I already heard today that uh, Sunday or Saturday, one or two, that uh, there's already states already enacting, and two or three of them has. One is in uh, um, Missouri. In fact, one county in Missouri has already enacted some firearms protection uh, legislation, okay? That means, and, they, and I read it, they said that any if they do anything, the federal government, about trying to confiscate guns or making you pay insurance, it's totally null and void in that county. And I'm sure it will be growing exponentially, Okay. Because I have been a gun owner since, yeah, well, damn near since I was born, okay? And I'm 57 fucking years old, okay? I carry a gun. I carry a 357 Magnum, a very nasty fucking gun. It could go, it could stop a car. It could go through a car engine easy. No problem. I know, because I've shot a car engine before. Oh, scrap one. Just to see. Just to see if it, if it would go through years ago. Many a years 357 ago. will go and through did, a blo- an engine block with no problem. No problem. It'll keep on selling. Okay. And I did it. I, you know, back then I said, you know, when I was learning about the, the 357 and everything and the, the hand cannons, because look, anything from 357 on up is considered a hand cannon. Okay. They don't, they don't call it a hand cannon for nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they said, trust me. So I did, I was out there back there when I could shoot on that other property over <clears throat> back in the day, and, I, and we had some old engine blocks laying around. We could shoot out there. So I just I propped one up, pow, pat, blasted it, went shelled right through that thing with no problem, buried itself in the damn ground. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could it could go through and go through an engine block. Yeah, trust me, I know I done it. So uh, you know. You think I'm going to take out $800 a, a year in so-called gun insurance, go and get 24 hours of, of um, uh, background, whatever that bullshit is. What are they going to do, interview all, interview all my ex-girlfriends? Okay. Hey, you know, did you like to get fucked in bed? How kinky are your ass? Better not ask that last <laughs> one. She was kinky. Damn it. I know. She and she she introduced a kinkiness to me, handcuffs, uh, uh, ropes on the bed, you know, uh, handcuff rack, you know, all the all the trimmings. Yeah, right. 
And she was carrying a goddamn gun just like me, too, at the time. So, yeah. <laughs> they they fucking crazy, man. They There is no way that that would ever fly. Now, it may fly in states like New York, Chicago, L.A., uh, gun-hating states. And they are. They're definitely, they are. They're gun-hating states because they're libtard-controlled. You know, the libtards, they, they're they in control of those states. So, but they, we ain't going to put up for that bullshit, okay? You know, it's it would be a, it would be very bad for them. In other words, they wouldn't come out winning. You think to tell me that the fucking sheriff's department and the police department's military are going to go through all that bullshit? What about... Sure, I I yeah, I carry a gun. I've had it for goddamn. I've had this gun I got on for at least fifteen years. Okay, I bought it when I had money before I got disabled and couldn't work anymore. I bought it then. Okay, like I bought all my other guns, you know, that or inherited it from my dad. You think I'm going to do that? You you bet you better you better not come on my property. I'm telling you, we ain't we ain't putting up with that bullshit down here. You may have to in New York because of your screwball governor. And I'm sure that Governor Abbott down here in Texas will be signing executive orders similar to the one they got in, in the, you know, up there in Missouri. Because he's pro-gun. You know, he's definitely pro-gun. Okay? <laughs> Just like Trump was pro-gun. But, yeah, but if Trump was in there, you think we would really have all this bullshit? You think we'd be going through this bullshit? Fuck no. Because remember, Trump is pro-gun. Oh, he's he's a hundred ten thousand percent pro-gun. Go ahead. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh, Mike left, and he said night, George, and he took off. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's insanity. All right, it is. it's truly insanity. I mean. To think that we would be looking at something like this. Now, as far as passing the Senate is concerned, okay, in order to get that passed the Senate, they would have they would have to get a, uh, a, they, they they would they would probably try and do the same thing they did with uh, with other with, with something else, uh, you know, reconciliation. Simple majority, where the vice president has to cast the deciding vote and shit like that. But there are Democrats in the Senate and the Congress that carry guns. I can't imagine anyone in the Senate being stupid enough to vote in favor of this. Knowing full well that it infringes on the Second Amendment in, in, in completely. Well, you mentioned New York in, in, in this and California and stuff where it might fly. But here's a problem for New York's governor, the royal governor of New York, King Cuomo, the, the, the ass kisser. 
seems that uh, there's a New York representative who's saying that Cuomo's days are dwindling. <clears throat> That's right, folks. I've got the audio clip right here. They put this, let me put this in play and take a listen to this. New York Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis says thousands have visited her website calling on Governor Cuomo to resign. One America's Caitlin Sinclair has more from New York. Congresswoman Maliotakis, always great to see you. So today we're going to start off by going backwards. I want to go back to last year, back to last spring, when you were the first to call for an investigation into Governor Cuomo. And here we are. Can you tell us what were you asking for all the way back then? Well, I may have been the first, but I'm certainly not the last. Uh, at the time when I did call uh, for a federal investigation, uh, it was May 7th, uh, and the governor had you know, tried to make it seem as if it was politically motivated. I had sent a letter to the governor asking uh, what, what information did he base this decision on to issue this executive order and put COVID positive patients with our most vulnerable. And I also asked why was that executive order kept even after there were alternatives like the U.S. Navy comfort, comfort ship that President Trump sent to New York, like the Javits Center, like facilities uh, such as South Beach Psychiatric Center that were set up specifically for COVID positive patients. Right. Now, flash forward to present day. It's interesting now, all the stories that are coming to the surface showcasing what so many see this governor to be, which is a bully. Uh, so many seem to have been a victim of his intimidation tactics. I'm curious, those of your colleagues that are still staying silent, is, is there any possibility that there's some fear there? Have they too been threatened by this man? Do we even know? I think that they're just, you know, they're just not doing the right thing by the people of the state of New York. You know, they refuse to stand up to Governor Cuomo, and that is a problem. They're afraid to speak up against Governor Cuomo. Um, but there are others like Assemblyman Ron Kim uh, and a couple of new state senators who have come out and said, number one, the governor's emergency powers must be stripped, which I've said that should have been done several months ago. Uh, number two, there needs to be a, a criminal investigation. And number three, in some cases, they've said that he needs to resign. Uh, but, but even Mayor de Blasio spoke about the governor's tactics and how he has bullied other elected officials, members of the press uh, here in the state of New York. It's truly unbelievable. Congresswoman, you have put together a campaign just a few days ago. It launched enoughcuomo.com. What kind of traction have you guys picked up so far? We've had thousands of people add their name at enoughcuomo.com to express that they want Governor Cuomo to resign. And I do believe that Governor Cuomo will either resign, he will perhaps face prosecution, or he will be forced out at the ballot box, but that his days are dwindling as governor of the state of New York. We still need every state legislator to speak up. Thank you for forging ahead with this, Congresswoman. Wanna see more? So there you have it, folks, right here from the state of New York. That, that, that very representative, she's a Republican.
New York Congress New York Congresswoman Nicole Malakatas Malayotakis. She said that thousands have visited her website calling on Governor Cuomo to resign. This man is, he's delusional. He, he, I, 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 I agree with her. He's, he's going to be, he's up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row here. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's, his chances of, of getting reelected probably are, 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 are going down to next to nothing. If people are smart, and I'm talking to the people that voted for Larry Sharp, uh, for the Green Party candidate, and I forget what his name is, but you got you people up there need to need to realize voting for for Sharp or anybody else is a, is a waste of a vote. Now, if Rob Astorino or Mark Molinaro, the, 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 you know, the, the Mark Molinaro is the county executive for Dutchess County, New York. And if either, if either he or Astorino run on the Republican ticket, you better believe people are going to start saying, well, you know what, we need to get Cuomo out. And there's nobody in the Democratic Party really viable to uh to take his to take over for Cuomo even voting for uh if if uh the the lieutenant governor were to run there's no way she's going to be able to uh to win because she she she's just as complicit i hate to say it but she's just as complicit by her silence she's complicit what, Gunslinger, you heard what you heard the the audio clip. I want to get your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, what do you? Uh, that's like a no brainer. Okay, of course he's delusional. Okay, anybody that 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 thinks the way that Kumo Cuomo, whatever that goon's name is, okay, is is a total nutcase. Okay. He's already guilty of murder, premeditated murder, I might add, of all those senior citizens when he infected knowingly and willingly the patients that were infected with the China bug. And yes, I will call it the China bug because it came from China. Okay. I'd be lying. Yeah, I didn't say it was didn't come from China because it did. So he's <laughs> he's a little weasel. He's a little Stuck up little fucking liberal little cocksucker. Okay. When, you know, he, he just, he was on his knees just begging Trump to send that, the ventilators, the ventilators and that, and that Navy hospital ship, the comfort. Oh my God. He was just drooling. He was just, he was about ready to kiss Trump's ass. Let me tell you. Okay. Oh, you know, he, you heard him whine. He's a little wimp. He's just a little whiner. Okay. So does this, Surprise you? No. <laughs> Should it? From a little fucking weasel like that? Go ahead. <laughs> well, <clears throat> if you remember the old Saturday Night Live skit with the with the characters called the Whiners, okay, that's yep. that's that's Cuomo right there. 
He's just a little whiner. Why is everybody always picking on me over my executive order to put people with COVID into the nursing homes? I mean, seriously. There's no doubt in my mind this motherfucker is on the same dimensionally dimension, dimensional stupidity plane as that of uh, Joe Biden. Well, what do you expect? They're both Democrats. They're both suffering from that. And you and you've said and you. I've heard you say this so many times on this broadcast, and I'm quoting Gunslinger when I say. Democrats suffer from that brain-eating disorder called liberalism. Yeah. Cuomo's a Democrat. He suffers from liberalism. All right? Now, I'm going to... Let me go to... Uh, I'm going to go to my Twitter account for a second here. Because I want to share something with you. From my Twitter account. <clears throat> Let me see here. Just get it to open here. Go to tweets and replies. Now, Janice Dean, I, I've mentioned her many time, a few times on this broadcast. Uh, I follow her on Twitter. Janice Dean, her and her husband lost loved ones like so many others did. As a result of Cuomo's executive order, placing COVID-positive patients in nursing homes. In nursing homes where there were no COVID-positive patients. And then they ended up getting COVID as a result of COVID-positive people being placed there, which ultimately cost tens of, ten, countless thousands of, of uh, seniors' lives. Well, this is what Janice Dean wrote uh, earlier today. It makes me sick that at NYGov at Cuomo was seriously being considered as the Attorney General just a few months ago by at Joe Biden. Well, I had to chime in. And I said, good morning, Janice. It's your Dutchess County, New York friend, George Sinzer. And what do you expect? Evil loves evil. Thus, and evil, and evil dictator Joe Biden would court the idea of making another evil dictator, Cuomo, the AG. Need I say more? Just be thankful. Just be thankful woman never got the job. Why did it say woman? I said, I said, just be thankful the, the man never got the job, but apparently it wrote it wrong. I was doing it through voice to text. Uh, I'll have to um, send a, uh, an, a correction. I hate doing doing this on the fly. But uh you know, it is what it is. 
there. I just tweeted that, sent that uh, that little correction. So this way, you know, she doesn't think I I was being disrespectful. Lord knows I wouldn't want her to think that of me. But there were other items that uh, that she put out, and I'll I'll give me a chance to to go through here. Ah, here we go. Now you remember how Mr. Uh, Mr. High and Mighty over at CNN, his brother, was always interviewing his brother, the Gov, and all that shit. Well, on February seventeenth, and I, I I wanted to share this at the time when last week, Janice Janice Dean said, "How suddenly convenient." Now, according to the New York Post. CNN says it reinstated a ban on Chris Cuomo covering his brother, Governor Cuomo. And of course, I had to chime in with this one. I said, that is why I call them the Confused News Network, because they're so confused about how to do anything. And there's another nickname I've given this network, the Communist News Network the Corrupt News Network, and my personal favorite, the Clown News Network. And I even cited George Sinzer. But that's, that's it. You know, they, 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 they told him he couldn't cover his, cover his brother's uh, stories anymore and all this, and then all of a sudden they did a flip-flop and they allowed him to do it. Now they're flip-flopping again. Telling him he can't do that. Why? Because his brother is an idiot. And look at what he's done. You, by, by executive order, he condemned senior citizens to death. That's basically like turning, uh, turning around and, and putting them on death row. What do you say, Gov? There, Gun. Go ahead. Gun? Gun? Gunslinger, where did you go? Hmm. Would seem the gunslinger has disappeared on me. Yo, gun. Well, now I see why. He's not responding. 
But yeah, folks, it, it's it's kind of a no-brainer. It really is. Um, Cuomo has has repeatedly done a lot of shit that, well, goes against the grain. Well, these last two items go hand in hand. And I brought them up in my talking points. Now, this past Saturday, Saturday Night Live decided to make anti-Semitic, uh, make, uh, make anti-Semitic jokes about Israel and COVID vaccines. Now, according to the Gateway Pundit, Saturday Night Live broadcast an anti-Semitic joke by Weekend Update comedian Michael, Michael Che, in which Che said Israel was only giving COVID-19 vaccines to the Jewish half of Israel. This was a scripted remark with an on-screen graphic indicating NBC standards and practices approved the slur against the Jewish people of, in Israel. Che said, Israel is reporting that they vaccinated half of their population, and I'm going to guess it's the Jewish half. Video posted to Twitter by David Lang said, hashtag Michael Che of at NBCSNL engaging in more anti-Semitic humor, stoking hatred against Jews by perpetuating libels is no laughing matter. Now, an excerpt from ABC News on Israel and its vaccine progress says the following. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are falling among vaccinated groups in Israel which could be a sign that the nation's rapid vaccination campaign is working. Israel's vaccination campaign kicked off December 20th, giving priority to medical professionals, people with high-risk conditions, and adults 60 or older. On January 10th, second doses began for those, for those groups, and by February 6th, 30% of Israel's entire population, 80% of individuals 60 or older, had received two doses of the vaccine. Today, 32% of Israel's population is fully vaccinated, according to data from Johns Hopkins University. By comparison, the United States has fully vaccinated about 5% of its population. The researchers found that infections fall, excuse me, fell among all age groups, between mid-January and mid-February, but the effect was most striking among the largely vaccinated group. People 60 or older. In the weeks that followed a peak of COVID-19 infections in mid-January, cases among those 60 and older fell 66%. According to an extended data set sent to ABC News by Yuri Shalit, who worked on the analysis. 
Now, the BBC reported last week on the status of Palestinians and the vaccine. Here's an excerpt from that. Israel leads the world in terms of the number of doses per head of population and more than 74 doses given for every 100 people. It has also started to transfer some doses to Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza so that vaccinations can begin for frontline health workers. In occupied East, in occupied East Jerusalem, all Palestinians are entitled to be vaccinated against COVID by Israel, as are medics working at the six Palestinian hospitals there, many of whom come from other parts of the West Bank and Gaza. That's because Palestinians in East Jerusalem have Israeli residency status. So those living there pay Israeli taxes and have access to Israeli health insurance. The Palestinian Ministry of Health, which operates in the West Bank, said in a statement that they have deals with four companies that will provide enough vaccines for 70% of its people. A delivery of 10,000 doses of Russian-made vaccine has now arrived. Israel says it is giving 5,000 doses to the Palestinians. 2,000 of these have been delivered to the West Bank so far. The population of the West Bank and Gaza is now around 5 million, according to the latest UN estimates. The Palestinians have also said they expect to vaccinate about 20% of the population with doses supplied under the international COVAX scheme backed by the World Health Organization. The Christian Science Monitor reported in January on Israel's efforts to persuade reluctant Arab Israelis to get vaccinated. Israel has been making international headlines as a vaccine rollout machine as it seeks to become the first country to reach countrywide immunity. But to reach that milestone, a major hurdle has, has to be cleared. Increasing vaccination levels among its Arab minority, 20% of the population. Indeed, while over 75% of Jewish citizens over the age of 60 have already been vaccinated, the figure among Arabs is just 43%. Some Israeli Arabs are avoiding vaccination centers because of rumors on social media fueling mistrust of the vaccine's safety and efficiency. Others have deterred others are deterred by conspiracy theories about the Israeli authorities in whom trust is already shaky due to years of systemic discrimination. Still others deny that COVID-19 is even a problem. The phenomenon appears somewhat surprising, given that a growing number of Israeli Arabs work in health care, representing nearly a fifth of the country's doctors, 24% of its nurses, and 48% of all pharmacists' government data show. Reduced access to health clinics, especially for and I'm I'm having a, I'm going to have a little trouble pronouncing this. Bedouin Arabs, I 
think that's how it's pronounced, in southern Israel, many of whom are scattered in tiny shanty, shanty towns that lack basic services, also contributes to the lower numbers. Reactions to Che and SNL's anti-Semitic smear? Here it comes, folks. I get Chai's joke on SNL, but it's just a straight-up lie. Israel is 75% Jewish. All citizens are getting vaccinated, regardless of religion. There's other ways to call out the, Is the Israeli government without stooping to cheap-grade anti-Semitism. Elijah Cohen Gordon on February 21st on Twitter. This eight-second segment by Michael Che on Saturday Night Live is totally outrageous. He accuses Israel of vaccinating only Jews. Not true. Every Israeli, Jew, Muslim, Christian, etc., is eligible for the COVID jab. He should apologize ASAP for spreading an anti-Semitic lie. David Harris on Twitter. SNL producers, there's not enough anti-Semitic blood libels coming out of Israel. Let's add some more by lying about those about those are vaccinating. Michael Che, yeah, cool man. From this was a tweet from stopantisemitism.org. And from the personal account of Jamal Dakwar, the ACLU's Human Rights Program Director, watch how Israel's apologists will now accuse SNL of anti-Semitism. Uh, hello? Th th that joke was anti-Semitic. Sorry. To burst your bubble, ACLU, uh, Mr. Mr. Dakwar. But, yeah. Gunslinger, are you there? Gunslinger. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Did you hear anything I, I just brought up in the, last five, in the last five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, I was listening, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know... <laughs> When when it comes to you know being your allies and everything, you better treat your allies pretty good, okay? Because that's why they're allies. I mean, you know, you don't wouldn't want to do that over in um, you know say North Korea, okay, or any of these other idiot countries over there. But yeah, <clears throat> I agree. I mean, yeah, you know, because they're they've been allies for the United States for decades now. Go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, for 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 uh, for Saturday Night Live to resort to gutter anti-Semitic humor like that, that's sinking way below the belt. That's sinking way way below the belt. You know, but oh, yeah. it doesn't stop there. No, it doesn't end there. Oh fuck no. Because McDonald's is even getting into the stupidity of racism. Okay? So check this out. McDonald's will punish executives 
if they hire too many white men? Now, check this shit out. Check this shit out. McDonald's Corporation announced last week its priorities had switched from delivering delicious food to hitting hiring quotas. Senior executive managers will lose their bonuses if they fail to staff more minorities in senior leadership positions. The company will have a, will have a focus on hiring women and minorities for top positions regardless of their talent and abilities. The, the Western Journal reported a press release on the McDonald's website says that part of the bonuses awarded to top company executives will be based upon their efforts to hire women and what the company terms historically underrepresented groups for top corporate positions. Beginning in 2021, the company is incorporating quantitative, quantitative human capital management-related metrics to annual incentive compensation for its executive vice presidents, the company said. In addition to the company's financial performance, executives will be measured on their ability to champion our core values, improve representation with leadership roles for both women and historically underrepresented groups, and create a strong culture of inclusion within the company. This is what the company said. The company has clear goals. By the end of 2025, 35% of the people in jobs that are at the level of senior director mm-hmm. and above will be from underrepresented groups. The metric was at 29% in 2020, according to the company. As for women, the company has set a target of having 45% of jobs at the level of senior director and above be women. That number was 37% as of 2020, according to the company. So basically, they're they're trying to uh, sugarcoat it. But it's reverse racism. So McDonald's is going to punish executives if they don't if they hire too many white men. Well, there goes my eating McDonald's ever again. I don't I I I don't care if the person is black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with purple polka dots. If they can do the if they can do the the high ranking jobs within the executive core, fine. But what what really bothers me about this gunslinger is. The company will have a focus on hiring women and minorities for top positions regardless of their talent and abilities. What the fuck are they thinking? Go ahead. Well, I would say really that they're not thinking. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it's just like I'd seen one of them, not McDonald's, but this is from the Coke Corporation, you know, 
the drink, soft drink, Coke. You know, the, they always had the two white bears as their, I guess, their motto. Now they're saying it's too white now. Poor babies. I guess they're out of a job. The bears. Okay. This is the most stupidest acidine bullshit that I have ever heard in my life. This is even going beyond the Confederate flags. You know, the bullshit that they did with that. Ooh, it's racist. No, it's not, dumb fucks. Okay. Hey, that has nothing to do with racism. Okay. We all discussed that, that the North and South had slaves and all that shit. South had slaves, North had slaves. Okay, so how could that be about racism? Gee whiz, dumb fucks. If you go and do your research, but the dumb fucks won't, that's exactly what they are, dumb fucks. Okay, their mama should have goddamn swallowed and got diarrhea. Okay, (laughs) these people, (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just true. I gotta turn my mic off for a minute. Keep going, Gutslinger. <laughs> it just it just fucking blows my goddamn mind, man. The stupid fucking shit that people are doing is beyond fucking beyond anything. You know, I, from that from the goddamn idiot that puts gorilla glue in their fucking hair. I and this is not just once now. It well, I've called, I've said, I've looked at about four or five people have tried that fucking shit. Oh, God damn. I mean to tell you these these people. I'm telling you, I, I I'll, I'll I'll tell it like it is. Like I said, their mama should have swallowed and developed diarrhea, okay? Because they don't deserve to, to live, okay? To do something that fucking stupid. And this, 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 oh, well, you're too white. You have this white privilege card. Okay, this is a public statement from the gunslinger. I will never, never, it will be a cold day in fucking hell. Will I ever apologize to any cocksucker for being white? I'm white all the way down to the back of my goddamn balls. Okay? And if you think I'm going to apologize or feel sorry for being white, motherfucker, you've got another thing coming, son. Okay? Yeah, any white person that does that, you a piece of shit. A, a pile of dog shit out in the backyard is worth more than your sorry little ass. You fucking pansy motherfucking pussy. Go ahead. That pisses me off. Look, yeah, I got that off my shoulder. You can, uh, you can. Gunslinger, <laughs> I, I'll tell you something, brother. Between you, me, and the lamppost, and you know that you don't see, and the four winds that that blow in every direction. Let Let's face the reality, okay? <clears throat> In corporate America, this is what's happening, and I want you. I, I, I want you to tell me if, if this makes sense to you. Uh, corporate America right now is doing exactly. Uh, they're doing exactly what um, is convenient. 
So to protect their corporate image. They want to appear inclusive. And 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 and, and hiring the underrepresented class and if that ain't fucking racist crap, I don't know what is. I am and it's not just like racist against against white folks. It's a it's racist against Hispanics, Asians, and blacks too. I'm sorry. I will I will call a spade a spade and a and a sh- and, 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 and a stick of dynamite a stick of dynamite. One is gonna one's gonna carve a chunk in a in a mountainside faster than the other. So let's face the reality. Is McDonald's, like most of corporate America, succumbing to the, the, uh, the pressures that Antifa and BLM are throwing at them? I suspect this very likely. I really do. Me too. Yeah, me too. And that's and and that and that should scare the piss out of everybody. Because what happened? Look, let's look back at, at, at what happened in especially in the in, in the 40s, 50s and early 60s. Okay? Let's actually let's go back to the 30s and 40s. Long before you and I were even twinkles in the stars of, in the sky. But I read about this shit a lot. I'd seen the documentaries on Channel 13 here in New York many times where it talked about you had, if you went into a restaurant, it was whites only. You had water fountains, whites only. You had bathrooms for whites only. Now that to me is disgusting, sick, and and, and completely ridiculous. Okay? Okay. And I'm white. I'm as white as a fucking sheet. Okay? And I will call it I will call it out for what it is. It was wrong. <coughs> Absolutely dead fucking wrong. And now here it is, what? The early 21st century. And we're going right and then we're seeing it happen all over again. Only this time it's not the bathrooms and the fountains and all that stuff. This time, it's it's everything in corporate America, right? Everything in corporate America, and even within the little mom and pops. Okay, but it's it's not directed against against the black and Hispanic communities. It's directed at 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 at, at white America, and all because of Antifa and BLM screaming and hollering and accusing every white cop of being a murderer and wanting to defund the police and all this. It all started with that. But actually, it had been going on incrementally over time before that. But let's face the facts. And the fact is this. That unless... America gets off its dumb ass and starts realizing what I've always said on this broadcast. If I cut my arm, when the blood comes out of the arm, it's red. 
If a black person cuts their arm and the blood coming out of their arm is red, wow. I don't see. I, I'm not looking at the color of their skin. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at what's pouring out of them. It's the same color of, of, of their blood is the same color as mine. Funny. Nobody ever. If you're a racist, you don't look at that kind of stuff. Same thing for for the Asian community, the and the Hispanic community. Okay, two ears, two eyes, nose, mouth, heart, lover, lover, lover. Oh boy, I'm trying to say liver, and I said lover instead. <laughs> let me let me correct that. I meant liver. So you figure you got heart, liver, kidneys, lungs. For the guys, the reproductive organs are basically the same shit. A bat and two balls. Okay? And an extra hole for the ladies. Sorry to be so crude, but that's, you know, I'm trying to do this quick here. And let's also remember that we are all members of one race. One race. The human race. Okay, we are members of the human race. And when people, regardless of whether they're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or pink with purple polka dots, starts to actually believe that, not just up here in the head, but in the heart, okay, and truly accepts that reality for the truth that it is, we could have the most wonderful world on, uh, in, in, in existence. Think about this. And Gunslinger, tell me, tell me if this makes sense to you. I remember growing up, my mother telling, telling me that God doesn't see color of the skin. He sees the content of the, of, of the human heart. Does that make God a racist? No. It makes God more human than we are. When people resort to racist terms, racist remarks, racist actions and attitudes. Am I right or wrong? Well, yeah, you're right, you know. But I don't, yeah, well, that's just my opinion, but I don't think God has a whole lot of uh, dealings with criminals, okay? You know, people like that of that nature. Uh, and they're out there, you know. They are just like just like everything else. Okay, yeah. there's bad and good and everything. They're, you know, in all races, you know, you know, it doesn't matter. You got you got your white crime, you got your black crime, you got your, you know, Hispanic, Mexican, you know, stuff like that. Hey, and Except there's crime. The Chinese, and there's, a, there's crime in the Asian community too. Asian, yeah, but it, you know, be surprisingly, there's not that much Asian crime. Because when I was in jail for three months <laughs> over uh, con contempt of court, I I see, and that's Dallas County, Lou Sterrett Center up here in Dallas. Uh, I seen very little Asian people, maybe maybe five the entire three months I was there. Okay, and I'm going, what the fuck is this? Eighty five percent black. Okay, other percentages was white. But maybe five total Asian. 
I, well, I don't know what about it. Them, I, don't, I don't guess they do that much crime, I guess. I thought that was kind of a shocker, actually. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, in in the um, in the Asian community, just like just like you, you you have an Italian mob, there's also an Asian mob. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, Asian mob. There are there are Asian mobsters, you know, crim, cr, a, criminals in the Asian community that you don't hear much about. They're able to keep it real low key mm-hmm. and hush hush. Problem is, they yep, are out there. So. They are out there. Anyway, my friend, it is time to call this a broadcast. Before I, before we all depart station, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? Well, you know, it's uh, it's like I said, it's. It's pretty fucked up all all the way across the board, uh, especially these idiots down here in Texas, and they are idiots in Texas that didn't prepare the the Texas grids like it's supposed to have been. Um, Thirty people that I've heard of so far has been killed or froze to death, literally froze to death. Just a case in point, real fast. There was one eleven year old. 11-year-old child in Conroe, Texas, which is just north of Houston, okay, froze to death in a mobile home because he didn't have no power. Froze to death. Yep. Sickening that these people would put money profit over human lives, okay? I don't see how, I don't see how they can... I don't see how they gotta could even function with a clear conscience because they you know they can't because these people that died they're responsible for it because they didn't listen they didn't listen to the experts saying hey you dumb fucks in other words you better warm up your warm up your equipment down there or you're going to have trouble guess what <laughs> they were right. They had a shitload of trouble. 4.2 million people around was in the dark. Those 30 plus, it may even be high as 40 now. I haven't heard the exact number yet. And there's still lots of places in Texas where they don't even have drinking water. Okay. Because of power, they've got problems with the pump stations on the water system. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to boil so, their water before they that, can use it. Yeah. Yeah, boil, boil their water. Okay. Oh, I was going to do. I was going to say something real quick too. That there's a lot of people that's probably using generators, uh, did use generators, or thinking about purchasing generators just in case this was to ever happen again, and it probably will. Okay. Always remember: do not fucking run a generator inside your house. That's like running your lawnmower inside your house. Would you run your lawnmower inside your house? No. Don't even run it out in, the, out in the garage unless you've got a detached garage, okay? And then always have your door up a little bit so air can get in. Cut that thing called carbon dioxide. <laughs> Very poisonous, I hear. <laughs> I don't think you want no part of that. Yeah, you're talking carbon monoxide two, poisoning. Yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning. And two, never hook up your generator to your house, okay? Never, never do that. I don't care how smart you think you are. 
I don't see how dumb you think you are. Never hook up your generator directly to your house. Okay, and the reason is, a very good reason, and I think there has been a few linemen that's been killed. When you hook up a generator to directly to your house without what you call a, a bypass or a transfer switch, okay, that that transformer that you see out there on the pole, okay, it 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 uh, it takes the the line voltage and reduces it down to what your house uses, usually 240, 120, okay? That's called a step-down transformer, okay? Well, that transformer can also go in reverse. Yes, you heard me correct. It can act as as a step-up transformer. So if you hook your generator to your house and say, a half a mile down the corner and around and over the creek there, you've got a lineman crew that are working on the line down there because the lines are down. Ice took them down, branch took them down, whatever. And they think that they are working on a dead line and you fire that generator up, you could risk killing. Because they're thinking they're working on a dead line, but in reality, your generator is flying almost full line voltage. And here in Texas, in this North Texas area, it's 14,400 votes. That will fry you down like a burnt French fry. Okay? So don't ever hook it up unless you have the proper equipment and the proper knowledge. Go ahead. Sound advice, my friend. Sound advice. Well, my final thought, Gunslinger, is uh, it has to do with with this uh, H.R. 127. The bill that they want to pass where you have to have $800 insurance on every gun. That's $800 for each gun. Not $800 as in one one policy covers all. No, it's $800 for your 357, another $800 for your 9mm, another $800 for... uh, for your uh, <clears throat> 1911, whatever, you know, it's $800 each gun. Damn. An insult to injury. The infringement on our Second Amendment rights that this bill represents is completely disastrous. If that bill passes, None of us will be able to own a gun. And I'll tell you what, they'll be, they will come a-knocking, more than likely, to, 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 at least to arrest people. And once they arrest you, that, that, then they'll be able to take your, your guns too. And if you think I'm kidding, folks, I'm not. This is a this is a bill that that will kill our gun rights. And where did they get an idea like this from? I said it would happen eventually. I did say this, Gunslinger. You heard me say it. I'm sure. They're going to get the idea from one person, and that's the dumb fuck in Albany, Cuomo, because of his Safe Act. <clears throat> 
the SCOTUS needs to stop being a fucking bunch of bullshit artists and and start taking up the Second Amendment fight before this bill gets a chance to be passed. They need to put the brakes on it before it can happen. Because it, it does infringe on our right to keep and bear arms. Believe it. Well, Gunslinger, that's it for this edition of Firefox News Online. As always, nice having you here. We'll catch you on the Tuesday night edition when we'll do it all over again. So you have yourself a good one, brother, and I'll catch you on the next show. All righty. Later. And my thanks to everyone who tuned in on the radio side and the video side. Always a pleasure doing this broadcast. And as always, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer, and this has been Firefox News Online. On the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that, here comes the outro. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. So let it be written. So let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.